Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Jesus, we have toiled, right, (laughs) to get us through this understanding of harvest, Um, and I pray that it has impacted each and every one of you in, in the way that you need it right now in this season of your life, okay? So today's topic is benefits of being in the harvest, benefits of being in the harvest, and so... Originally, when I I started with this, I was kind of moving in the place of being involved with the harvest, right? Because we, as believers, are called in that harvest, right? We're, you know, we're called into um, bringing in souls into the kingdom of God, right? That's the harvest, right? And but I also didn't want us to miss decide that being in the harvest as being in the process, right? Because that's where we've been focused this week. And so I wanted you to see how both of these today tie together, that when you're in the process of harvest, you're also being prepared to actively participate in the harvest, okay? Um, But, you know, remembering that God isn't wasting anything, right? So you're not just in the season of a harvest just for you, it's so that you can be suited, well-suited to partner in the harvesting of souls into the kingdom of God. And these benefits reveal the blessing of being harvested so you can harvest, okay? So the first benefit is being in the harvest is a benefit that aligns your ministry with real life. Being in the harvest aligns your ministry with real life. By aligning the gospel of Jesus with your everyday living. John 17 and 15 says, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. This scripture is found in the midst of a prayer that Jesus is praying. And he's, um, some scriptures, you know, the, the scriptures before it talks about, you know, they are not, not in the world, they're in the world, but not of the world, just as he's not of the world. And oftentimes that phrase that um, we've gotten this quote that we are meant to be in the world, but not of the world, can sometimes it can be used out of context because it can be seen as if it's implying that we're supposed to withdraw from the world, but we're actually sent into the world. And if you read further in John 17, you'll see that Jesus says he's sending them out into the world and they're being prepared by the truth, which is the word of God and which is all of our assignments as believers. So we need to understand that we've never been called to withdraw from the world. And the harvest process is not a withdrawal. Because remember, when the grain goes through the process of the reaping, the threshing, and the cleaning, that grain gets distributed back out into the world, right? So you're not going through the harvest process just to stay closed off and stay withdrawn from others. You're actually being put in a position to get back to your core points so that you are aligning everything that you do with the gospel of Jesus Christ, ensuring that you're able to do that. And when we go through the growing cycle, there are things that grow alongside us, right? And with that, it covers the grain. And so if those things remain, they can cause us to withdraw and be weighted down because we can get high-minded, we can get prideful, 
we can think that we we better than other people. We've arrived at a certain place. We know more than them. And when you go through this process, it gets you back down to your grain. It gets you back down to your core and reminds you that you're no different than anyone else. Yeah, you have these successes and these outcomes. But they're all temporary. All of those things will fade away, but nothing matters but your everlasting life. And so it kind of brings your mind and back into realignment as to why you're in this world, why the things that God has allowed to multiply and be fruitful in your life, why they're there, because they're not there just for you. They're not there to boast you up and to build you up in your own pride. It is there so that you can know how to use them to further God's mission. And so the first benefit is, again, aligning your ministry with real life. So the second benefit of being in the harvest is that it enables you to better communicate the gospel through the conversations of today, through cultural conversations of today. We can see that society and culture are clearly moving away from their familiarity with the message of Christ. It's not hard to find. But And that causes us to find it hard or challenging to relate the gospel in a meaningful way, to truly evangelize, right? We can be challenged by that. We think in our businesses we have to um, separate it, or on the other side, we have to Christianize it. We have to use Christian words to let people know our faith, right? So we, we kind of have two challenges on the side. We don't know how to meaningfully communicate the gospel with people outside of our faith and those even inside our faith because it's hard either way. And so during the harvest, that message of Jesus Christ, we've learned that it never changes. Though society and culture may be shifting, we know that the message stays the same, but what we do learn is how to communicate that consistent message so that it resonates as society and culture is shifting. It gives you a more creative way of how to deliver the truth of God's word from your perspective, through your lenses, through your life, through your ministry that you're living, right? So the harvest is going to open you up to a fresh insight and a creative way, and it forces you to learn the fundamentals. It keeps you back at the fundamentals of faith and enabling you to understand that this is all that matters, right? All that matters is that people are saved, that people come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. All that other stuff that we add on to it, those things are God's jobs. That's his job to do in their life. But as as we are harvesting, our job is to bring them in, to get them under the covering of that covenant. And so during this harvest, it's going to break you back down to those fundamentals, and it's going to challenge you to level up because you're going to have to learn how to communicate at this new level that you're going, right? You've gotten comfortable with how to communicate here, but going into this new level, you need new creative ways on how to continue to deliver that message while keeping it aligned with your everyday activities. And the third benefit of being in the harvest is simply where we find Jesus. It's that simple. The Lord doesn't just call us to enter in the harvest. He is already there working in our everyday places and activities of our lives. And he's calling us back into a connection and a relationship with him. He knows how this world is. He knows the vices that are used and are at work to keep us from regular communion with him. 
and the harvest brings us back to sit at his, sit at his feet. A very great picture of this is found in Luke chapter 10, verses 39 through 42, and I'm going to read it. It says, And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. Now, that part right down another day, Martha had lost her mind. But anyway, and Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. It's not hard to see here that we can find ourselves, if we don't ever slow down and have a harvest season and go through a harvest process, we can get consumed with seed sowing. We can get consumed with the doing and the serving God in our ways that we forget about the thing that he really wants from us. And if there's anything that is more important than serving Jesus, it's simply being in his presence. So we, during this process, get to be in his presence. We get to reestablish that connection and relationship with him and go back to communing with him and connecting in a way that continues to elevate us and take us higher in our relationship with him. He's demanding more of you, right? And he can't demand more of you if you don't have the capacity necessary for him to abide in a more richer area than he was before. So being in the harvest is where we find Jesus. It's where we reconnect. It's where we learn how to deliver our message and how to be a fit messenger. Proverbs 13 and 7 says, an unreliable messenger stumbles into trouble, but a reliable messenger brings healing. So understanding that the harvest is to serve, to not just get you where you need to be for the sake of your life, but it's to get you where you need to be for the sake of the lives that you have been appointed to bring into the kingdom of God. So I hope today's wisdom has inspired you. I hope it challenges you to find new and creative ways in delivering the message. I hope it settles in you so that you can move your business forward, move whatever it is you're working on forward, knowing that your life is a ministry, knowing that every Everything God is working in your everyday places and activities. So just allow him to flow through you and give you that place of peace as a believer that you are doing what God says to do. And first and foremost, remember that the most important part is just being in his presence. So thank you for joining us today here on Wisdom Inspired. We'll be back on the line. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC co-working community a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.